One understood the issues that were going to arise and the other one didn't. The other one that didn't was the one that got shafted the 23 grand towards the back end of the purchase, which sucks. Welcome to the Making It Miles podcast. We have another episode of The Shed where we educate people on the building industry, construction, uh, real estate, things to do with my profession of being a builder and a building inspector. We also have another uh, format on the podcast, which is The Journey. It's more about personal development stuff, which we, we sort of slot in every now and then. Um, if you find any of this valuable, helpful, uh, please share it. Please provide any feedback you have. Um, like and subscribe and listen in. On this episode, we will be discussing something specific for uh, uh, vendors or people selling their properties, and that is what a pre-sale building inspection is. Okay, um, so basically, the basically what a pre-sale building inspection is is similar to what you would get if you were representing the buyer and you were buying a property subject to a building and timber pest report. It's that defects document that is pretty much a reflection of the home of all the major items, minor items, safety hazards, all those types of things. Uh, in this situation, we're doing it before the property goes on the market. Okay. So it's a pre-sale report. Okay. Um, the benefits of these reports for vendors is they get an understanding before they put the property on the market of any major items that, uh, that are already present on the home any minor defects that are present, any safety hazards that are known, any termites that might be present, and having a good understanding of what issues uh, are currently there. So if or when uh, a buyer comes through the property and has their own inspection done, it helps mitigate that uh, the issues that can arise from a renegotiation, pro renegotiation process, loss of sale, all those types of things. Um, it's just about getting on the front foot and being transparent, understanding what issues are at the property. Now, is this for everyone? No, okay. There are some people that have a lot of issues and properties and they just want to cruise through, hide it as much as possible, and that's completely fan reasonable. Uh, there are also a lot of real estate agents that don't find it comfortable knowing all the issues ahead. Um, these are called material defects. Um, now, what that means is that they are aware of issues of the property and they need to disclose it. So if they already know there's major defects, then they're gonna to have to disclose that to the people that come through the property um, if, if, if requested, okay? Um, there are obviously a lot of benefits to it as well, and the benefits which we'll sort of go through with a couple of case studies that we've um, have been undertaken to give you a bit of an eye opener as to if it's something worth doing or worth not doing. So I've got two case studies uh, to sort of set an example of the, the positives that can come from it. Um, and we'll just sort of go through the now. So case study one, we've got we've got the new Gisborne home. So uh, it's obviously a property in New Gisborne, Victoria. Now this, the sale price of this property was 2.56 million. Um, beautiful home on some acreage. Uh, wasn't a very old property, probably 20, 25, 30 years old. Uh, gorgeous, loved it. So what we did, we come through the property and gave the client a defects report. Um, so they were aware of any issues that were present and luckily we did. So the defects that we found, we found a bathroom leak, subfloor with excessive mold and horrible ventilation. There was active termites. Um, and then there was obviously the general minor items, okay? That's the gutters full of, full of crap. There was some odds and sods and just bits and pieces that sort of needed tidying up. General maintenance items is probably the best way to put it. Now, it was important that we got 
in there early uh, because this really did shine a light on the, the the property itself. Now, people take people making two point five million dollar investments are. Uh, going to make a smart decision, I would like to think, and most likely book a building inspector to come through uh, on behalf of them to make sure they don't buy a piece of shit. Um, in this situation, what we found is the um, if it sort of had gone through that process, the ease, the renegotiation of contract of the contract of sale to get a price reduction based on the defects there um, easily could have started at 60k for a 2.5 million dollar property to 60k to take off the, the the bottom line would be more more than reasonable if not more than that so um, it's not something that you want to do you don't want to get into that situation and this is sort of one of the positive components is that you want to get into a situation where you're sort of expected to proceed with the sale and cop a big hit based on the report that you get towards the back end okay if you already know what you're up up for and uh, you can sort of negotiate it accordingly so what we did is um they obviously use that report i end up going back out there and re-inspect the property to understand what defects were uh, still there and if any and and how that rectification process went down so um we're just going to talk about the costs of it so the cost of the rectifications of the bathroom leg was 800 bucks the mold removal and the subfloor ventilation system install was nine grand. Uh, it was three and a half grand for the termite treatment. Uh, there was no non, there was no structural work required, so I was lucky that we inspected in, in in time because they had just started getting into the subfloor space, and the damage was really nothing. There was no structural damage. It was just a treatment, okay, which was very very lucky. Um, and the owner spent a few days cleaning up some bits and pieces. So they were just cutting some trees back, cleaning out all the gutters, just doing all that sort of uh, general maintenance and tidy stuff. Anyway, so the total came to about 13300 bucks. So let's say thirteen k um, and a few days' labour to rectify these defects. Now, as you can see here, the process of understanding the defects up front, which were major items and horrible, they, they were no good. Even access the subfloor, I couldn't get to a certain point because it was so, so unsafe to move further into there. Um, for a 13k fix on a 2.5 million dollar property, uh, was very, very beneficial for this client in particular. Um, what it's done, it's mitigated the, the the issues that can come towards the back end uh, when they are subject to a building is building inspection report, finance, all that sort of stuff. They get the report and it comes back with obviously excessive mold termites on site it can absolutely destroy the sale it can either be it can you can lose the sale in that process you can obviously have the renegotiation process you might be forced to fix the defects then on, on go with the sale it's what for it's sort of what happens with regards to the agents the vendors and the, and the buyer and and that process okay it's messy as hell what happened in this situation is um, this report was purchased by uh, a, a potential buyer and what they did is it, it, it had a two-part combination to it. So they obviously purchased the report because there were still a couple of minor items uh, of the property. So they got, an, they got to make an informed decision based on these on a report done pre-sale. And as well as that, they actually got, the, got a phone consult, okay? So they can have a conversation with the inspector at the time to get an understanding of uh, the scope of the home, the defects that are present, all those types of things, what had occurred, how it was rectified, if it's good enough, all that sort of stuff, all right? And what this does, it just provides clarity uh, to the buyer. So there's no, there's no little bit of doubt, which is all it takes, uh, to destroy a sale of a property, okay? So 
with this conversation and the report itself, and again, the report is it's a it's a legal document. So them purchasing that property, purchasing that report, um, even if an inspector undertakes a report for a vendor, okay, that report is still uh, somewhat of a legal document. So if you purchase the property based on that report, you can go back to that inspector and say, hey, on, mate. You know, you bug it up here, and there's it's full of termites and all sort of stuff. You've missed this and this, and this. so you can still um, you know hang it by the noose and take them to VCAT or whatever sort of process you want to go through, and uh, get your claim because we all obviously have impress- we all have insurances in place to sort of to protect us, but we do make mistakes. So there's no different. We do the report for the vendor, we do the report for the buyer. It's going to be the same report. The conversations would be the same. Everything's the same. Nothing's different. So you, you know you can have that trust in those pre-sale reports. Um, if it had never, if I'd had never been engaged to do this process with this particular property, um, most likely because the market was slow, it would have been a hefty renegotiation of this property. I can assure you. And after speaking with the client, she also agreed with me. So um, we believe it was a great win. It's very beneficial to understand what issues you do have, being transparent and understanding uh, the defects that are there is going to make your life much easier, okay? There can be some negative sides to it, which is completely understandable, but usually uh, on a balance of probabilities towards the back end of a sale when you are subject to a building report, you're going to come up with these issues anyway and you're better off being on the front foot at the start before you go through all this bullshit than towards the back end when you lose that momentum uh, and it can you know really hurt, hurt the bottom line when you start selling a property. Um, the other case study we had was a very interesting one. So these two properties, so these ones are called the Sunbury Neighbours. So again, in Victoria, Sunbury, Sunbury, Victoria, these two properties are literally neighbours next to each other. They sold, uh, one sold in February of this year and the other one sold um, June of this year. So the one in June, the price, the, the market had gone down a little bit in that period of time. Um, very similar layouts, very similar, built at the exact same time, just your standard home, okay? Now, the uh, the house that did the pre-sale inspection, which is the one that sold earlier, so we'll call that the pre-sale house, um, we, we did find defects. So both of these properties did have defects, but the way in which they both ended was a lot different. So let's start with... Um, We'll start with house two. So house two was the property that did not get a pre-sale inspection done. Okay. Now they just went through the normal channels. Um, the, the the defects that they did have, they did have a bathroom leak. Okay. Um, that's all the information we sort of knew from that point of view. And we knew what the how much of the sale price got uh, smacked down uh, based on that. So a buyer came in, purchased the property. Everyone agreed to a number signed the contract of sale, subject to a building inspection. Building inspector went out, uh, detected a water leak. Uh, to what extent, um, obviously, the shower, if there's a water leak, the shower recess has to be rectified. They renegotiated that, that seller down $23,000 for that bathroom leak defect. Now, $23,000 is a shitload of money, and you can do a fair bit with that. Uh, for a bathroom leak, I think that was pretty unreasonable, but... Because the vendor had already gone through this whole process and getting all the way towards the back end, instead of risking the um, uh, risking the loss of the momentum that they had of the sale, 
they just said, fine, we'll just take the 20K off, uh, 23 grand off, and we'll we'll own it and we'll sell it for, um, they end up selling it for $712,000, okay? Unfortunate, they didn't know that they had this bathroom leak. It was only something that the inspector picked up uh, when they came through towards the back end, which is a pain in the ass, okay? Now, the house one, the which did the pre-sale inspection, okay, the house that sold only recently, um, we found, again, we found a bathroom leak. We found just your general minor items, you know, yods and sods, clean the gutters, bits and pieces like that. And we also come across major structural defects uh, with regards to the rear decking. So the rear decking uh, had been built poorly and it was like sinking away from the house, okay? Um, so with the property that had the pre-sale inspection done, they were aware of the defects, so they knew what they were going to be up for, okay? And they didn't want any issues to come up when, a, when the potential buyers came through. So they did the rec- they paid to do the rectification process. It cost them 1500 bucks to fix the shower leak and make good the decking. So the decking itself, it sort of dipped and dived. So they sort of leveled it out, sorry, flattened it out, but it still was out of level because it was sinking, okay? Um, the report read it was a major structural defect. The footings are sinking away. It really needs to be replaced. New footings put in. It's a whole whole kit and caboodle. Everything else was rectified and fine. They spent two days of uh, some general labour doing some tidy up works, and that was it. Now, the thing that happened with this property in particular is that um, the clients were aware of the major defects. The agent was aware of the major defects. The, uh, the report was then purchased by a prospective, a prospective buyer, okay? The prospective buyer came in, purchased the report, had a phone consult conversation with the inspector saying this, 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 this based on the report. So they get an understanding of what they're actually buying, okay? And then an offer was put forward based on all their, all their knowledge and all those good things, okay? Um, that offer was knocked back. There was also another um, buyer that came in as well and there was a bit of a bit of a bidding war between these two people. The other purchaser also got a building report done. He didn't feel comfortable trusting the report that was available, which is completely fair and reasonable, and got his own independent inspector in. Now, that inspector came in and picked up the exact same defects on the property, all right, which everyone was already well aware of. Now, the bidding process just continued, and the house ended up selling for 735000 which was what the other house next door sold for before it copped that 23 grand hit um, due to the bathroom leak. Now, with this property in particular, because it didn't, because everyone was already aware of the defects present, okay, and they understood it and were already putting their money where their mouth is and just purchasing the property based on the information they had, it was so transparent. It basically come down to just a simple bidding war. Everyone was transparent, knew what was wrong with it, and that's it. There was no picking one bid that came in highest that was subject to a building inspection, potentially the risk of the building inspector coming afterwards, knocking the price back, losing the momentum. It was clear as day and everything everything come together well. Now, the key that came out of this between these two neighbours is that one understood the issues that were going to arise and the other one didn't. The other one that didn't was the one that got shafted the 23 grand towards the back end of the purchase, which sucks. Uh, and they just took that hit just to sell the property, okay? So that small investment of 600 bucks for a building report pre-sale is very beneficial to understand what issues can arise before you put the property on the market, okay? 
it is critical. So if you're selling a property, ask yourself this question. Do you want to know what issues are going to arise when someone comes looking through your house with a professional building inspector before you go through this whole negotiation process, okay? It's already stressful enough as it is just selling your property and trying to get as much as you want for it. You're better off being one step ahead and understanding the issues that are present so you can negotiate that accordingly. So more or less to conclude, a pre-sale building inspection is simply a building and timber pest inspection done on a property before it goes on the market so you can get a good scope of what issues you do have on the home. There are many benefits to it. There are some negatives to it. Ideally, in the end, the more transparent you are, the better chance you're going to have of putting your foot down during any negotiation process. Understanding the defects that you have now is much better than finding out down the road when the lawyers are involved and it's a messy legal process. I hope this episode provided some value. Please like, subscribe, share, all those good things. Uh, appreciate your time and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Let's work.